today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. A private member's bill has been tabled with the goal of decriminalizing the act of paying surrogates in Canada to give birth. Canadian parents want to do more to help surrogates who carry their kids. To talk more about all of this, Francoise Bayless is with us, Canada Research Chair in Bioethics and Philosophy, Professor at Dalhousie University, and with us now. Francoise, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. My pleasure. So what does the law say now in regard to surrogate parenting? So the law in Canada is very clear and explicit. It says that it is illegal to pay a woman to be a surrogate, and it's also illegal for a person to be paid to act as an intermediary, in other words, a broker, putting together intended parents and surrogates. So really clear, those kinds of payments are outlawed. However, our country, unlike some other countries, does not prohibit surrogacy. In fact, it permits what we call altruistic surrogacy, which means that you can pay, reimburse the woman for all out-of-pocket expenses. And so I think that's an important thing to appreciate. So uh, how, many, how big an industry is this? How many surrogates are we talking about? Because it, it appears that this is going on, but it's going on under the table. So we have numbers that are provided to us by the Canadian Fertility and Andrology Society, and the last year for which they provided numbers was 2016, and at that point there were just over 600 cycles where the woman was registered as a surrogate. Hmm. Now, here's a really important thing to appreciate, though, which is 600 cycles over a population that at that time would have been approximately 36 million. Hmm. And one of the things that's interesting is that there's lots of suggestions, well, we should just be like the United States. Well, in the United States, in the same time frame uh, that I'm able to, to get you know, robust numbers, but these numbers actually don't come from physicians or clinicians, they actually come from the CDC, so the Center for Disease Control in the United States. They have it pegged at just under 5,000 cycles in the United States, but that's a country that at that time was 320 million. So the reason I'm giving you all these numbers is to be able to make this one point. We have an altruistic system. They have a hodgepodge system. Percentage-wise, we have the exact same number of surrogacy cycles. So our system is working just as well in terms of you know, the ability to use this particular way of family making. So what is the law in the United States? How do we compare to other jurisdictions? Well, so in the United States, what you have is a patchwork. So you have a few states that allow legally surrogacy, and one of those states is California. And quite frankly, California is responsible for half of all the surrogacy cycles in the United States. Then you have another small group of states that actually make it explicitly illegal, and the vast majority of the states say nothing one way or the other, and so you don't know what's going to happen there because they don't have a law at all. And in fact, what Mr. Housefather wants is the same kind of patchwork in Canada. Right now, we have a federal system, and the federal system says for all Canadians in this country, this is the law. And he wants the federal government to walk away from that responsibility, allow the provinces to take control, and then I guarantee you will have a hodgepodge. And I don't have to be a great seer to make that guarantee. Mm. All I need to do is look and see what's already happened with respect to payment for blood and plasma. So well, you, you, are, you are supporting the system that's already in place then? Absolutely. I think it's fine for us to have an altruistic system. I think that meets the needs of the women who choose to participate in this activity. It meets the needs of intending parents. And you can always say there aren't enough, but that's not unique to surrogacy. There aren't enough 
organs. And we don't fix that problem by saying, oh, my goodness, people are dying on the wait list. Let's set up a market in organs. So if we're not going to do that for people who are at risk of dying, why would we think we would do that in this context? So I'm not persuaded that the statement that, oh, I can't get what I want means I ought to be able to buy it on the open marketplace. That's not how we work in Canada. That's not how our healthcare system works. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.